the joy of my salvation. Yes, he is. Come on, vibrato. He's a z- the joy of my salvation. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Woke me up this morning. Started me on my way. He's the joy of my salvation. Yes, he is. Oh, yes, he is. That's the black mother who sings in the choir accent who ain't never been outside of her hometown but somehow managed to get a a fucking New England accent ain't never been out of Macon, Georgia never Mary L. McCracken and you are listening to the Holy Ghost Outreach Barking Yes, God. All right, welcome to the worship podcast. Welcome to the worship podcast. Welcome, bitch. Welcome back. We welcome you just like that. That little bit of static you heard in the beginning was me moving the mic toward me. Oh my God. You should have been Um, ready. Look. Be also ready? Is that pretty? Welcome. 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 Bienvenidos al podcast. They were shit. I wish. We're so happy. I wish you would just figure out what the fuck worship is. Instead of throwing that damn accent on it. Oh God! What is wrong? Anyway, welcome to the worship podcast. No, figure it out right now. No. YouTube, Google, right now. How do you say worship in Spanish? Bitch, what? Gulto? I rebuke it. Gulto. Like cult with an O on the end. I rebuke it. Siri just said that worship is cult behavior. That's what Siri... Not me. Take it up with the... Take it up with the word, not the messenger. You hear me? Wow. Anyway, welcome to... The podcast de culto. Mm-hmm. Um, we Just are a co- <laughs> we are a podcast. <laughs> I honestly hate you. I honestly despise you. Of two black fat queer churchy ass niggas navigating their healing and doing nothing about it. Truly, um, speak for yourself, bitch. <laughs> We've this, talked about this. <laughs> this nigga been doing it. Okay. For the you last week. Don't do not do me. So I'm proud. Don't do me. I'm proud. That felt like a little so this slight nigga is, shade. This nigga's brand new. 
You hear me? Brand new in the healing life. Because this week. I'm in the life, y'all. Have you ever heard an old dyke or an old queer nigga <laughs> talk about being in the life? I love that shit, yo. I even have some friends who are my age who are just like old minded, like just old niggas in their heart. Who just, who just be talking about being in the life? The and I'm life. Just like, what? The life. How old are you, nigga? I've been in the life for, uh, <laughs> nigga, what? This is like, where you jumped in? How do you know what that, like, nigga, we are both 28 years old. How have you been in the life? What? Man, blame that on the mentors. The mentors. <laughs> The old queer mentors be just. I'm gonna pass this on to you. Drop some knowledge on you, youngster. You young heads. You don't know nothing about that lifestyle. <laughs> oh God, who made up that word lifestyle anyway to refer to uh, who? Black guys. <laughs> we have language for everything. I love it. God. But anyway, yeah, so this is that's what the podcast is about. Oh, everything we just said. Um But definitely an asterisk on being in the life. <laughs> yes. An asterisk? No. An exclamation point. Okay. <laughs> on being in the life. We are um, in the life. The life. <laughs> There's only one. One faith. <laughs> one God, one faith, one life. One strap. <laughs> That niggas One. share. Niggas pass it around. It's community. Whose turn is Communal it this week? Communal strap. That's we don't it. know. We'll see. But anyway, so, yeah. So how can niggas find us, Dre? <laughs> niggas can find us. Well, first of all, you can um, email us your praise reports. Please. Uh, your... Um, what is the other shit? Your your prayer request. Okay. Because um, we've had one good praise report. I think we had two. And or was it? We had two emails, didn't we? We had two. I don't remember. Nigga. Anyway, I don't know. No, check your fucking email. No, you got check to. your goddamn email right now. I don't check have your it. email. It's not on check here. Check your fucking email. It's You're not. lying. You got. I don't have it. I might be lying, so that's fine. We'll just go with that. Anyway, yeah, send them in um, to worshippodcast at gmail dot com. Also, if you just want to shout out your nigga, you yeah, know, yeah. Sometimes that's part of the announcements, you yeah. know, just celebrating a nigga. Just who... send whatever the fuck you want to say. Honestly. Honestly, at worshippodcast at gmail.com. That's W-R-S-H-P-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Um, and you can also find at us. At gmail.com, nigga. I said that in the beginning. I don't care. I'm not saying it again. So, <laughs> you can find us on the Instagram. And uh, you can find us on the Twitter. What did you just turn into? I have no idea. Happened? Um, both at worship podcast, worship, yeah, worship podcast. See how hard this shit is? No, or did we shorten it to pod? Did we shorten it to pod? see how hard that shit is? I just wanted to know. Do you see though? But it's not. But it is. But it's not though. But it is. But anyway, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at worship podcast, W-R-S-H-P-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. Hmm? Amen. Um, and our hashtag on, you know, wherever the fuck is worship pod, which is just basically what I just spelled without cast. So, uh, yeah, 
right. It'll be lovely to hear from you niggas. Just anything that's Any going on your mind. Fucking in your thing. Life. You got a new meme. Yeah. You got a new friend. A if, friend. If you. <laughs> you got a friend. Where's your friend at? Send send a picture of you and your friend, and we'll talk about it on the on air. Yes. Uh, if you just upgraded from the 16 inch weave to the 24. If we you just know. upgraded from an iPhone 4 to an iPhone 5. See? See? We're fine with that, too. Let us Let know. Let a nigga know we so we can know celebrate you, yes. okay? As the Lord would have us yes. to do. Because we're here for it. <laughs> anyway, nigga, how has your weeks been? <laughs> My weeks have been great. Um, niggas have been really leaning into and submitting to this whole, like have a process shit mm. um a bitch been taking vitamins come okay on, come on um yeah it's it's been cute i've been going to the gym a little bit a okay a, a little, little bit a little bit <laughs> and most importantly i have slowed down drastically just mm. really taking my pace and and just turned it down that sounds a whole helpful. bunch of clicks because bitches be moving a mile a minute. So that's that's where I'm at. When you say clicks, I I couldn't help but think about Kaya because you know Kaya uh-huh. still to this day as a 40 year old woman refers to the clitoris as a click. A click. That's like my grandma calling her throat a throat. takes me oh, out. Oh, God, help. A click. A click. Wow. Like the sound you hear when you're typing when you're typing the text out. Right. <laughs> when you are on your computer. What? <gasps> I honestly cannot. Yeah. Amen. Kaya. Kaya is something. Let's put her on the prayer list. That's it. The, sh- the second put- shut-in. <laughs> That nigga's been sick of shutting for years. Oh my god. Um, Alright, so how about you, Bo? Um, I've been, I've actually been alright. Like, I think, so even though I've been avoiding everything mm-hmm. and like just, you know, kind of um, <laughs> just being annoyed, mm-hmm. I've felt more present in the annoyance mm-hmm. and I've felt more present in the avoidance. That's so that's so important okay i'm making an active decision to avoid (laughs) instead of just letting it happen i'm like okay well actually i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna just step away and i'm okay with that Mm -hmm. and i talked it over my therapist and i've been like realizing and i keep talking about this and i probably will keep talking about it until it stops being a thing me and patience god i just that is a vigorous head shake mike i wish y'all could see it uh, it's just a thing that I've been wrestling with, mm. and I keep wrestling, um, but I'm realizing that, nigga, I can do all this wrestling and waste all this energy, mm-hmm. but eventually I'm going to have to submit to yeah. this. Submit to patience. Yeah. But guess what? Not today, I ain't doing it today. <laughs> Even though I know I I'm have to. keep wrestling, you bitch! <laughs> Knowing that in the end you're going to win. Yeah. But it's Knowing that patience will win out because patience ain't got nowhere to be. No, patience like I, I I'm chilling, I'm bitch. Chill- you don't want to exert all this energy. I'm gonna let you tire yourself out. 
on some black mom shit. Right. So eventually, I will tire myself out, and I will be. I will be more ready to accept this shit. Yeah. Um, but I have way too much energy right now. Mm. Just ate a whole bunch of German cookies. Yes, so God. I have Enjoy a whole... Enjoy that. <laughs> so once upon a time, y'all, when I was dating a nigga who wore a drawstring bag, uh, <laughs> we actually got each other, like, the exact same fucking Valentine's Day gift. Who does this? Who? Dykes. Dykes do this. <laughs> And it's this very specific cookie. It's a Stroopwafel. Stroopwafel. Okay. Nigga, this ain't some shit you get at Walgreens. No. No, this is some shit that you can only order from the Deutschland. Okay. We both ordered these cookies from Germany for each other. And um, I was supposed to keep them at my house because, sure, whatever. And then we broke up. <laughs> so I have a, a whole ass stockpile of these cookies. So if anybody wants some, feel free to stop on by and I'll drop a few in your trunk. <laughs> oh my God. But they're bomb. I just they no longer have a taste for them okay. because trauma. <laughs> know here we are that's real that's real here we are oh god i'm glad you're enjoying those crack cookies amen amen so um also i just want to tell this brief story tell it tell it so like probably a week or two ago i was coming home from fredericksburg and i ran over a um, not a turtle god not a turtle no i ran over a traffic cone Uh oh um, it was in the. It was late at night. Mm-hmm. It was dark as shit, mm-hmm. and it was in the middle of the road. I saw somebody swerve right be, right in front of me. Mm-hmm. I was like, "What the fuck?" And I didn't see it. Why until were I you got, that close to the nigga? I in front wasn't. Of you. Oh, okay. I just. I was, was like, "What really the dark. fuck are they swerving for? Are mm-hmm. they drunk?" But I got too close to the car. I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> and I ran over it. Right. I'm like, "Damn, yo, is my car okay?" Because that was right. a big ass sound. Um. So I kept driving. I got home. And um, I went to the front of my car, and I saw that, like, part of the bottom was, like, sticking out. Mm -hmm. I just pushed that bitch back in, (laughs) and I went on with my day. Um, But before I did, I noticed the front of my car just looks a little different. I was like, something's missing. Mm -hmm. Like, something's a little off. I don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. It looks fine, but uh, whatever. So I just kept driving. Mm -hmm. I've been driving, like, literally with no problem. And I was just... Like, it was Thursday. Mm-hmm. I was coming home for work, and I was like, you know what? I'm always seeing this type of car. Like, I have a Camry. I was like, I always see this exact type of car when I'm driving. Mm-hmm. Not always, but, like, pretty often. I was like, I'll just look at the next Camry that rides that drives toward me. Mm-hmm. I'll just see if I'm missing something. <laughs> so, I'm driving, and I'm just enjoying myself. I'm relaxing, yes. right? And I, and I see a Camry. I'm like, the same type of car I have. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. I look over. And I freeze, and I'm like, "Oh, nigga, you are such a good storyteller." Fucking like, god, okay. <laughs> and I said, "Nigga, my license plate is missing." I'm done. I'm <gasps> fucking done. I am bye. I said, "Nigga, damn, niggas got I you for your license plate." I was like. All this time, that's what was off yeah, my fucking license right. plate. 
was gone. That's mad weird. That shit fell off when I hit the traffic. Because <laughs> when I went home and I, I it wasn't there. Yeah. And okay. I, I had I had no idea what was off, but until I saw that damn license plate on that other camera, I was like, "That's the that's one." That's the that's the thing. That's it. God damn. And I was like, what the f- Maybe. Wow. The yeah. thing is, like, if you are standing next to a cone, like, if you are just, like, standing next to a cone mm-hmm. and you, like, touch it or kick it or whatever, it's pretty malleable. Yeah, yeah. But for some reason, some when a reason. fucking vehicle comes yes. in contact yes. with that shit, it becomes cement, yes. bitch. I don't know what the fuck that is about, yeah. but that shit is wild yeah. to me. yeah. I told my mom that I ran over it, and the, my uh, I told her, you know, the damage happened to my car, and also, like, the damn license plate was missing, and she was like, I'm so glad you told me, because I've been wanting to run over one of those hoes for a long time. <laughs> I was like, don't do it, what? <laughs> she was like, yeah, I'm not going to do it now. Live your, <laughs> live your best life, and also, don't do that. Yes. <laughs> Please don't thank you. But yeah, so, wow, I don't... I don't know how in black ass Jesus's name that I didn't notice that a license plate was missing. Like, so your back one wasn't missing. No. Yeah. So like, I've been driving without a front one for like a week or two. I've been fine. Like nobody has stopped me. Nigga, look, but you better I, find a fucking I, I, license plate. Absolutely. My mom, and of course, my mom was dramatic. She was like, "You better report that to the DMV because oh. somebody could find it on the side of the road and rob, rob a, a bank." Black moms. Rob a bank. Like put your <laughs> license plate there. Logically. I'm like, ma, what? Damn. So that's what they've been waiting. Like they have been pulling off an, an a, like a. An amazing bank heist, and the one thing that was missing was my license plate on the side of the highway. And so they find it, they, and they put it, it on their That's damn Jeep the Cherokee, cake, bitch. and then they drive off to the damn bank and they rob it. And then, after all of this, the police will say, even though it's a completely different car, they'll be like, "License plate, it's that nigga over there. Go get him." Stranger <laughs> though, things have happened. Even though. The damn bank robbery took place in Nebraska. <laughs> Guess what? That nigga did it. <laughs> you better believe I'm, your sweet yeah. ass. <laughs> I'm actually not. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So um, that's been happening. And um, I'm mad about it. So I'm getting better. Um, especially with, you know, going through therapy. Yes. Um, it, it, it started off rough. It, it did. did. I remember. I'm it still thinking about did. that text. <laughs> when, when is too soon to <laughs> to fucking drop your therapist? And I was like, nigga, how many? I was like, yeah, you're seeing a therapist. And also, how many times have you seen this nigga? I'm on my second visit. <laughs> Bitch, what? Get the fuck out my inbox. Yeah, yeah. I'm so happy for you. Amen. Also, uh, yeah. Sally, uh, well, it's not Sally anymore, Navian and all these hoes want money from me at one time. So. Oh, my God. But you Fuck know, em. that's life. Fuck them. But bless. I'm all right, though. Bless God. I ain't stressing. Mm. That's life. That's life. What is this song that I'm singing? Life, life. Is that what the fuck it is? Life, life. Life, life. What I'm singing sounds better. <laughs> Life, life. What the fuck? Nigga, have you never seen the movie Life? I did, and I always thought it was That's Life. Because it makes fucking sense. 
Brother that's had life. to give me life. No, it's that's life. That doesn't make sense. A, that that's a life sentence. No, just <laughs> that's a life sentence. That's a life sentence. That makes no fucking sense. Is what I'm just saying. That's life. Especially, you know, there's black folks going into jail. That's life. Fuck. You know, dykes being dykes. <laughs> that's the that's lifestyle. Life. <laughs> All right, well, here we are. It's time. Why do you have a comb? Where did you find that? Oh, I brought it. <laughs> well, it's time for the raw and honest. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the raw and honest segment is when we are talking about something that we realized since the last episode. Um, that made us take a step back and think about um, something that's important to how we're navigating our healing. Mm-hmm. Um, Have we introduced the sections like recently? I feel like it has, it's been a while since we introduced been, them. No, no, no. We do it every time. Really? Do we? Yeah. Wow. I don't know that. Yeah, this time it felt a little weird because I was like, "What are the words? <laughs> what are the words to this shit? I don't know." Um, anyway, so that is what the raw and honest is. Um, so, <laughs> oh, what? What's up? Hey, how are you? What's your raw and honest? Um, um so. I don't I don't think that um do I I'm I'm wrestling with this because wrestle with it. I'm wrestling. Um because I'm I'm in this place where I'm like, okay, um do I legit desire to have um someone in my life Mm. or is it just a thing for me to distract myself Mm. from doing what the fuck I need to do to improve my own Mm. Um, and I am coming to the conclusion that it's a mixture Mm -hmm. but it's leaning more toward me just needing distractions (laughs) because I hate um, paying attention to my own life. Mm. I hate it. Mm. I hate giving specific ten- attention to issues that I deem important. Um, I think we said a while ago that I that we talked about the, the this thing of identifying an issue and be like, "Ooh, bitch, that was good enough." <laughs> like <laughs> that was me. That was me. That was me. Oh like, God. That we identified it. That's, and uh, and done. that's the end of the yep, show. Yep. Cut. <laughs> Hit the credits. <laughs> That's real. Yeah, yeah. So moving past identifying, be like, all right, nigga. So what are we gonna Seeing do what the issues, to yeah. to remedy this? Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> I love the planning. Yeah. Love the planning because I'm like, all right, cool. So these feel like the steps that I need to take. I'm gonna implement them. In this time frame, mm. I'll name out a time frame to give myself some type of like it, it. The only reason why I'll name a time frame is to give myself some um, some distance from actually starting to do it. <laughs> Come on and spill because, all your tea, bitch. Because <laughs> it will not be exactly like 
it won't be the next day or it won't be now mm. it'll always be some obscure time <laughs> where <laughs> three I months feel, down the road yeah where i feel like the right that'll moon, be a good time yeah 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 because yeah. like i won't be moon, walking the dog anymore yeah. Yeah. and the moon has aligned right and uh you know jupiter is no longer in retrograde mm. and shit and um, you know, I can which is not minutes. necessarily arbitrary. However, yeah, it does sound like an enabler. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, but yeah, it'll also be like ridiculous saying like I won't be walking the dog anymore. <laughs> be like, shut, sure, shut bitch. the fuck up. <laughs> what are you talking about? I will have put in my put putting. <laughs> I will have put all my winter clothes away by then. <laughs> so uh, I guess I can start fucking washing the dishes yeah. like what <laughs> yeah so i have been um see, seeing i've been seeing someone i don't even know what the fuck to call it. i've been tell us about your friend t- i've been talking to someone seeing someone and um you know he's really cool and i like him and things are cool but i feel like things may be moving very quick mm. we're in the HOV lane mm. and uh but we just got our learner's permit my god so it's kind of like we're destined to get into a fiery crash mm-hmm. because that like shit that starts off extremely fast I've never seen it last last long or if it does it's not quality mm-hmm. um and while I do realize that this is a real issue, um, I'm also realizing that part of part of why I was searching out someone mm-hmm. was to distract me from all my responsibilities mm. that I have toward myself. Um, partly because I um, identify so much with these things. Mm-hmm. That no longer serve me in any way, mm-hmm. but it's also it's just be, like these are thing, when people think about personality traits mm-hmm. or like you know things that describe themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, at least, some quite a bit of these things have been things that are not really um, of use to me, mm-hmm. or they don't um, they aren't propelling me to be a better person. And me realizing that I need to let these bitches go. Mm-hmm. It's been like, okay, so this is real self-work that I realize I have to do. Um, And it's challenging and it's beautiful, but the fear of, like, not knowing who I'll be Mm -hmm. subsequent to getting this shit, like, taken care of, Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'd rather just be distracted. And then, or... Yeah, I'd rather be distracted, mm. and I'd rather um, have Just, someone mm. in my face, um, and I'd rather point out the shit that they have to do, mm. uh, you mm. know, to become better people or whatever the fuck, mm. instead of uh, doing that active work on myself. Yeah. But then, also, I'm such a fucking jackass, so I'll get the thing, mm-hmm. And then I'll be like, oh, this nigga's taking up all my time. I need mm. to really work on myself. I need to do other shit. And he's wants all this time. And then if I get that time, I'll go back to, ugh, I need something to distract me. Mm. And I'm over here like, something is clearly going on with the way I process things. Mm. And um, it's not helpful. 
and uh, it's keeping me in this loop. So, uh, to uh, if you fast forward through all this, hey man, I'm just gonna give you a summary. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that I am a two faced ass hoe um, who's out here trying to get better but not. Um, trying to further his progress, but not mm-hmm. trying to um, be a whole person, but really half a person. Mm-hmm. And um, it's all fear based. It's all completely fear based. And uh, I need to stop being a scared ass hoe for real. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just, I wasn't agreeing with you and saying, yeah, I was just like, <laughs> I mean, I was, it's I, fine if you do. Because, <laughs> no. goddamn. I just, I have a few thoughts. Like, one, this idea of I am afraid of what the work that I could be doing and that I'm shirking away from could mean about the person that I could become. Mm-hmm. And how, how I've felt that, had that experience so often when I'm like... I know that I'm needing to move towards a thing that I need. Mm-hmm. Um, and instead, I put that energy into like who I am in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like, you know, just throwing some shit at a wall and like <laughs> seeing like, okay, I'm going to go to sleep on it and wake up and uh, Santa Claus will have left some something <laughs> under this tree, right? Like... That. Um, and what does it mean to not to not want to be part of that process or what mm-hmm. does it mean to be afraid of who you will become because mm-hmm. like every day you're, you're becoming someone yeah, whether yeah. that's by your own intention or because life is happening and you are going with whatever the flow of life is mm-hmm. um, so I think it also brings me to this quote that I was talking about, um, that Octavia Butler was talking about, um, her writing and how, mm-hmm. like, yeah, inspiration is cute, and also, that's not gonna, like, sustain your practice. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, being passionate and, you know, doing all the things within the first month of your relationship is cute and it's like it feels good and it feels like you're doing a thing and also it's not sustainable it's not um a sustained practice that is intentional that is allowing you to um figure out what what the long game looks like and if there is a long game Mm -hmm. um so I don't know. I'm excited for you for date about dating, and I um, I know in our conversations we're talking about this like slowing down and like being patient, um, and I'm just like looking to see like what how you take on these thoughts of, around patience yeah. and and shit in, in different aspects of your life because like patience is so important yes. and neither of us have it. No, God. <laughs> In, in in very real ways we're both trying to yeah. to like cultivate yeah. that in our lives but yeah I think the wild thing is that like I'm willing to have patience trying to build this relationship but no really? other thing what the fuck is like, that yo what the fuck and that's something that I learned in my last relationship 
was like, wow, I'm committing all this time yeah. and energy. I'm reading all of these books. <laughs> I'm reading bo- whole entire books. Yeah. Books to figure this relationship yeah. shit out. Nigga, when was the last time I read a book for my own edification? <laughs> Ask me. Who knows? The true read. Who, my God. Who knows? And that's just, yeah, that's so wild how how inclined we are to put that energy outside of ourselves. And I think maybe it does have something to do with like the fear that our the energy that we put forward or put forth towards our our own selves will return to us void mm-hmm. and like that maybe we are more than we are afraid of like who we co- become on the mm-hmm. other end of that that process we are afraid that maybe we don't become anything or like we are still who we were when we right. started that process right. um so yeah, yeah. that's that's mm or like speaking more on like what you said void like Mm. just because for instance like one of the fears that I have when tackling issues that I know I have Mm. is realizing that a lot of the the qualities I like about myself Mm. are tied up in trauma like Mm. I know that my gentleness comes from trauma Mm. like I know that it's a result of me experiencing trauma and be like I need to be more gentle with other people or just Mm. the way I act or like my uh, my empathy comes from trauma. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, being in situations where people have no compassion, and I and I practice like being like, okay, you need to be aware of other people's feelings and how they're doing, and you know, look beyond what they're just presenting. Right. Knowing that you know, if I like worked towards getting rid of, or like. I don't fixing. I don't know, but basically doing things to lessen the effects of these traumatic events on my life, mm-hmm. that it'll in turn take away all the things that develop due to that. So I won't be gentle anymore. I won't be empathetic. I won't be kind. I won't be any of these things because they came along at the same time for the most part. Mm-hmm. So you're saying that like, if you worked through your traumas, mm-hmm. then these great traits that were born of that trauma would Mm -hmm. go away at least i believe they were because i Mm. because that's when they like sprung up i feel like from these experiences they that's when they were most i feel like they were most um apparent Mm. it might be something that's innate in me i don't know but i just know that when these traumatic events were like at their peak that's when that's what i pulled from to like develop these traits Mm. further so i'm like my nigga, if these traumatic events never happened, would I have even had a chance to develop these mm. these like these traits that I love about myself? Real. I don't think so, you know? Real. It's kinda like, you know what I mean, like just looking at white people. They didn't <laughs> they never had to develop certain things because My God. for what? For what reason? My God. <laughs> you know? And and also like so when you started talking about this, I thought that you were talking about like traits like your humor and shit oh. like that. Which like also if you we're still talking about white people like these niggas don't have humor they don't <laughs> they i was thinking about that today like like if a nigga gets made fun of like it's like okay i'm gonna either fry you back or 
I'm going to take the time and figure out what my response will be in the future when this happens again. Yeah. A white person's response is, I'm either calling your manager or the cops, or I'm shooting up this entire building. Like, what in the fuck? White people need more trauma. Yo. So they can have more, res- yeah. like, more because coping how many, responses. How many black comedians have you heard say, oh, I developed this comedy because I was lonely or people treating me like this, people bullied me? Like, or because I was just poor. Oh, you said white people or black people? The black people. Black oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like you said, poor you, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, white folks are a mess. But this is not about white people. <laughs> amen, so, amen, um, amen. Oh, it's my turn. Wait, yes. did I? <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, beloved. Okay, so um, my raw and honest, um, this week, um, so over the past two weeks, I have been um, gradually building some consistent practices um so two weeks ago i picked back up my bullet journal which has is such a grounding tool for me i at one point in the show um quite a few episodes ago we were talking about prayers and Mm -hmm. um i just remember me talking about like one me like prayers can happen in a lot of ways and like Uh, manifestation or like means of manifestation can happen in a lot of different ways for some people it's prayer for some people it's um ritual um and i think for me it is using my bullet journal Mm. i think that that is like an incredible tool of manifestation for me Mm -hmm. um so I, I've I've done some of that and that has allowed me to like have structure, mm-hmm. which I need so deeply. Um and in within the structure of my day, I have now created time um to like hone new skills and practice new things and learn new things. Mm-hmm. I realized earlier this week that um I, for very long, for for a few years actually, was not allowing myself to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and by extension, like I felt like I was entitled to knowing shit. Um, and I think part of it is definitely the fact that black folks, anywhere we are, we there there's an assumption or almost an, a requirement that we are supposed to know shit the moment we step into a role a physical mm-hmm. space or whatever mm-hmm. we need to know what is happening at all times we have to be on yeah. we have to be ready to go um and i think that feeling um landed me at being 28 and feeling like wow like I deadass don't have any like thing that I that is my thing. I don't mm-hmm. have any like skill mm-hmm. that is mine and I'm like proud of it and I do it excellently and I know all the in, in and outs of yeah. the thing. Um and that 
that kept me at a, a stand, standstill for a while and also like contributed in a very real way to my depression mm-hmm. for a stint of time. Um, but I've recently, I keep using this word succumbed, but I don't <laughs> want to use that word. Um, opened myself. Amen. Okay. Come opened on. myself yes. to learning because like this whole thing about like bitch you're almost 30 and like you don't you're you're not a whatever a, a master of this art um is silly because like what is 30 also yeah. like I'm 28 <laughs> so like it's still 2 years away um so yeah learning Opening myself to learning has been amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that has looked like a, a lot of different things. And, and and so, like, the other thing is when you open yourself up to learning and you realize that learning is can be a part of yourself again, mm-hmm. your curiosity just gets ignited, like, by a thousand percent. And mm-hmm. you're just like, well, bitch, what else can I do? Yeah. Like, what else am I curious about? Um, and... It really is me returning to to my childhood self, my cu- most curious self, yeah. my most um, in want wonder self, mm-hmm. like in in awe and and want wondering about all things. Yeah. How how is this thing made? And also thinking like this thing exists. This computer exists because someone makes it yeah. makes it. So that means that I can make it. Because I'm a person, yeah. and it was made by a person. Yeah. So I'm like, it, it's just been amazing to like have not only my capacity, because that feels like very tied to capitalism and productivity and shit, but just like my possibility mm-hmm. to be to be reawakened and like um, the 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 wealth of of curiosity to just be like return to me mm-hmm. um so yeah i have been practicing bass for 30 minutes a day mm-hmm. for the last two weeks um and this upcoming week i think i'm gonna add um a programming language called mm-hmm. xcode because i really want to make this app and every time i post on facebook about hey do i know any programming programmers nobody responds i'm like fuck y'all i'll make my own goddamn app it may not happen until fucking 2023 but bitch it's gonna happen and i'm gonna do it with my own hands so that has been amazing um relinquishing the entitlement to know things and opening myself to learning um and doing it gradually allowing myself the gradual process of acquiring new skills because that shit can't happen overnight i can't pick up a bass feel on it a few times and be like bitch i got it yeah because that's what i tried to do the first time i bought that when i first bought the bass did i tell you about that how i would spend like four and a half hours yeah i was like how the fuck how in the fuck yo i'm, Four I'm talking and a half hours talking. uh <laughs> we, we the same nigga we the same ass nigga so yeah that has been an awesome perspective change and um in that just taking it like i'm taking it one week at a time you know i'm trying 
to pace myself, which is so hard because I'm like, again, all this curiosity and wonder and things that I'm like, well, what else can I be learning? But, like, if I pile all the things, I inevitably will drop every single thing. So, yeah, that's also been, like, a very real practice for me of, like, okay, Janae, I know there are a thousand things you want to do, and also, bitch, you can't just do them all at once. (laughs) What is the opposite of cold turkey? I feel like there should be an opposite, like, instead of, like, dropping something immediately, like, just picking shit up immediately. I don't know, like, Hoover Vac. (laughs) I be trying to Hoover Vac every fucking thing in my life. And that's just not how life works. So that's where I'm at. Um, yes. I was going to say some ridiculous shit like hot carrot. Hot carrot. <laughs> I be trying to hot carrot some shit, y'all. <laughs> hot carrot. Get the fuck out of my face. <laughs> you better hot carrot that bitch. Oh, you better hot carrot that bitch. Oh, you better hot carrot. That bitch, oh, you are a hot carrot, that bitch. All right, it's time for church affirmations, nigga. Let's get to it. (laughs) All right, all right, all right, all right, nigga. So, church affirmation is a section where we uh, read something from the true and living word of God to give you the correct. And I be. I don't know why every week we go through this. Um, the correct translation of the true and living word of God. Look, there are absolutely no good versions of the Bible. New NIV, King James, pretty sure the niggas who did that were trash. You can suck my dick from the back. Who did the new international version, Janae? White people. So there we Just go. Just like who garbage. did the King James version? Right, that's what I said. Every, all garbage. <laughs> all garbage. But guess what? It sounds better. So that's what I'm going with. So this week, we are going from. We're coming from. We're going from. We're coming from. I like coming better. Mm, yes, God. Uh, yes, God. A good holy come. <laughs> a sacred come, God. Help me, God. A uh, pure and holy come. I'm coming from one of the books that a lot of you saints don't read, probably don't even know exists. Um, it's Lamentations. And we will be coming from uh, the third chapter. Yes, yes, yes. And the 25th verse until yes. I feel like uh, it's done. So, and it goes The Lord is good unto them that wait for him. To the soul that seeketh him, it is good uh, that a man should both hope and quietly wait for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man that he bear the yoke in his youth. Um, I'll stop right there. Um, anything on the reading of his word. So, um, just this. This, this, my water, amen. So, um, so even reading this damn scripture gave me anxiety, mm. um, because this nigga had the nerve to talk about patience and waiting and all that shit. You um, didn't even get to that fucking part. Of yes, the, I did. No, you, you didn't, reading? nigga. Are you reading with me? I am. I'm Are reading, reading the new. It is good that a man should both hope and quietly wait 
Shut okay. up. Okay. And it's good for it a man says, that he bears the yoke. The Lord yolk. is good to those who hope, whose hope is in Him, to the one who seeks Him. Yeah, she's reading the, the heathen. Version. It is good to wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. <clears throat> it is good for a man to bear the yoke while he is young. <laughs> and here's the verse that I like to tune in to saints. Now she just <laughs> read Let 20 minutes him ago. sit alone <laughs> in silence for the Lord has laid it on him. <laughs> the Lord laid it on him. That's too. it. That's the 28th mm. verse of it. The Lord laid it on. That's what I needed. Look. Let him sit alone in, si- in silencio. <laughs> silence. The Lord laid it on him so good that he was in silence. In silence. If somebody laid it on you that good that you were in silence, amen. My God. Amen. What a- Just laid out <laughs> on the cusp of consciousness. Okay. <laughs> Don't know if you're really here or there. Don't know if you're coming or going. And you don't care. But you know you can't. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nigga, what is, what tell us about this? <laughs> what was I um, yeah, we're gonna move on. So yeah, so um like I said, reading it just gave me anxiety because niggas is talking about patience and waiting on mm. it. Oh, I wait in silence. Mm. This is the polar opposite of what I like to do. Mm. <laughs> I am not a fan of waiting for anyone. Yes. I'm not a fan of being silent during my waiting. Yes, God. I'm not a fan of taking up a yoke and uh, just bearing it mm. and being okay with it. Um, but this verse is saying, look... Nigga, have some patience. Yeah. Um, it's not a question of if, it's a question of when. And the truth is, you ain't gonna know when. Right. And uh, I think, I, no, I was talking earlier about just like wrestling mm-hmm. with the thought of patience. <laughs> and one of the facets of patience um, that I hate the most, and I'm realizing I'm gonna have to just uh, accept is that there's not always a, a how or a when. Mm. You won't always know. You'll just yeah. know what you want to do, what mm. you need to do, what you want, a thing you want, a thing that you... Whatever. But you, the mechanics is just not there. Mm. And um, to it takes a great deal of strength to um, realize you desire something and take the steps toward it and just wait after that mm. like realizing that you've done all that you can mm. and uh yeah you're just gonna have to stand uh where it's donna mcclurkin yes god's good um, sis <laughs> the best sis um yeah so and then also the verse 27 um i don't know how i feel about that you know like it's good it's good for um a man to Okay, so here's, here, here we go. Here we go. Um, it says it's good for a man that he bear the yoke in his youth. A yoke, if you didn't know, is basically a kind of restraining device. It, uh, it's basically there to keep niggas in check. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they're used for oxen to, to make sure they don't go running off into the wilderness when you know farmers are out there plowing their land. Um, so to say that someone takes a yoke upon them is to take something that's restraining to an extent um just to get some shit done yeah. um 
And the part about the youth, I don't necessarily think it's like physical youth. It's it's talking about um, like the youth of the mind. Basically, when you think about you being a child, um, you're full of wonder and you're just trustworthy and you're just like, okay, well, this is what I have to do. And then this will happen. Cool. Um, you do get impatient sometimes, but you never lose the hope that it's going to happen. Um, but a lot of times as an adult, you're like, nigga, this ain't going to happen. If this shit don't happen like within a certain time period, you're like, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen. Got to switch it up, da-da-da. But this verse is saying, have the faith, have the trust, take the yoke upon you um, with a young mindset because there's a purpose for it. Mm-hmm. So that's me, my nigga. What you think? How you, how you feeling? I am um, right now just going back and thinking um, about a conversation that I had with um, my sister friend Sasha um, about this exact thing of mm-hmm. uh, feeling like you have done literally everything that you can to progress um, and feeling like there's there's nothing else within your power mm-hmm. that you can do to continue progress on any of the things mm-hmm. in any direction of your life yeah. um and knowing that that and and so knowing and also feeling um god the universe saying i need you to be still mm-hmm. i need you to just quiet yourself yeah be still because like this is a very important moment that i need you to learn from mm-hmm. um learn a skill in or or something yeah. and maybe that important skill is stillness mm-hmm. um but there's a, a moment that i'm trying to get your attention and focus for um and how averse i am to that <laughs> Yeah. How very averse I am to that stillness. Yeah. And and like how how that has impacted my ability to be in alignment with what the universe has for me. Mm-hmm. Um and and I just think that I am learning more and more how to be still. Um, and that is also part of me unlearning this, like, I need to be performing, um, productivity at all times. I need to be, um, visibly working at all times. Um, and, and reminding myself that part of the work is resting. Um, an important part of the work is resting. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, that is that is something that I that that brings me to specifically verse twenty eight. I don't know if you read that or not, but um, let's see. Let's bring up the the New Living Translation. <laughs> Every time it's a new version. Is this, this is the first new, was the new, NIV. Well, it's still the now NIV. It's, the it's NL still TV. it. Listen, the NIV still reigns supreme, but right now. And it is good for people to sub- nope, just kidding. That's what he said. <laughs> Twenty-eight reads, let him let them sit alone in silence beneath the Lord's demands. Yeah. I'd be like, 
Let me see. What is the game where, like, you have the nigga at the bottom of the screen and the nigga is trying to scurry to, like, catch what's falling from the top of the screen? It's like there are many games like this. Yeah. Like, you can, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, like, instead, my version of that game is like knowledge, wisdom, lessons are falling from the top of the screen. And I'm just like, how can I get out of the way? <laughs> Yeah, like the video of the, that they like do at the beginning of it every year of niggas like blocking like whack niggas yes. niggas that want to waste your time yeah. that's me but with like good shit <laughs> I just be like uh actually I just want to keep moving yeah. because I don't really want to be still for whatever it is that you trying to give me God um so I'm just thankful for like being in a place where I am at least thinking about stillness because mm-hmm. I haven't really mastered the art of like bitch you gotta chill and mm-hmm. be reflective and introspective and listen to whatever the universe is trying to tell you yeah. but I can at least think about it right yeah. now yeah um and and its impact so yeah. that's that's where this is bringing me and uh yeah amen bless God yes. bless God God <laughs> Nikki <laughs> All right, y'all. It is time for all my niggas in the whole wide world. Yes, God. Yes, God. So, all my niggas in the whole wide world is a segment about um, all of the relationships in our life: romantic, platonic, familial. Um, all of our niggas. Yes, God. Yeah, how we're navigating those. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So, how many times am I going first so far? Whatever. How many it's times fine. am I going to introduce a segment? That's how many times you're going to start. Because first. this nigga is a control <laughs> of control. when we record. That's it. My God, niggas are flaky <laughs> out here. But anyway, so yeah. I th- okay, so I, I, I um, take your time, Saint. I talked about how you know I've been seeing someone. Yeah. And um, you know, I would I don't think I should repeat this. But anyway, I'll just it's do okay. a brief thing. I'm here for it. I like him, he likes me. Um, we're going it's it's it just seems like it's moving way too fast. Two and mics feel... and like <laughs> By the way, if you missed last episode, uh Mike is a male dyke. Okay. And uh Dre has indeed self identified as such. So yeah, two yeah. mics and like. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like I can sense the dog on the horizon. I can sense the U-Haul. What is that phrase? Was that an idiom? No, like the literal dog on the horizon, like our shared dog. Oh. I can sense the U-Haul. I can hear the beeps from the yeah. U-Haul right now. Yeah. Um, and I can oh can sense the the awful breakup. That is um, that's strange that you're like. Not strange, but mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that you were like, I see all of these potential catastrophic, or not so catastrophic, mm-hmm. but definitely not intentional yeah. moves that this relationship could take. Yeah. Um, are you, like, what is, how are you feeling about them? Are you, because right now it feels like, 
you are and I'm saying this only because I'm not so it feels like you f- may feel like you're in the sunken place like just seeing shit happen not in the sunken place in the psychological sense but just in the sense that you are paralyzed and you're like seeing this shit happen and you're like well uh, we'll see what happens when I'm out of this <laughs> completely like immobilized place. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah completely. Out of here. I'm just like, okay, it's just. Do you ever see. Have you ever seen like one of those ridiculous episodes where like there's like this man and woman getting married and she's like running all around to plan the wedding and shit and like he's just sitting in the same place <laughs> and she's. And everything's going on around him. He's just staring God until damn. the wedding happens. Jesus. Like, this is how I feel. I'm just like, I'm not a participant mm. sometimes. I'm like, okay, well, I'm just like letting it go yeah. toward the inevitable place yeah. where it's going. Yikes. Um, also, like. Inevitable. That feels like a yeah. scary word to use. It, it is. How is something inevitable and you're like, what? I don't. Oh, I just, I'm afraid. I'm not afraid. No, I'm <laughs> so inevitable. It's like, I know this is going to happen and I have conceded to it. To Yeah, I feel like I have to an extent. Okay. Like, because I, like, it became this thing before I, I realized it, it became this thing. Yeah. Like, like. Like my like, I was texting some of my friends. They were like, "Yo, you have a whole ass man." Yeah. Because like he met my family, he met my mom, and this is all unintentional. He met my friends. But I'm you s- were saying that like, I think there's a maybe not a dis- yeah there is a discrepancy between how you view that and how maybe he is viewing that like you're like just like yeah these are my niggas like this isn't like an unveiling this is just like oh we're together and like hi these are my niggas yeah um well, or yeah, did yeah. you or am I read I may have no completely, that's completely pretty much that wrong. what I was saying like it's like if I'm just getting to know someone I'm not like like I'm not like I'm not holding people back. You're not for Kim like Fury. <laughs> sure. That yeah. nigga. Yeah. Like, that nigga be talking about <laughs> him yeah. in relationships. Like, yeah. I'd be I'm like, not, how? Yeah. I'm not holding people back for like the special occasion. Oh, right. you need to meet. Like, I'll do. Like, I remember I did this thing with this one person. Um, we were just riding around. My sister was like, um, oh, can you come over for something? I was like, cool. Mm-hmm. I was like, I gotta stop at my house first. Yeah. I stopped by my house, went inside. My mom was there. I was like, Oh, hey, mom, this is da da da. And Joe, hi. And yeah. then we left. Yeah. Then I went over to my sister's house to get to like do something. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, this is my sister. And I did it, and we left. And yeah. I wasn't. I didn't think anything because right. I didn't feel like you meeting people. And it was like a brief meeting. Like y'all yeah. had to sit down conversation. That yeah. like, oh, like, oh yeah. What where? do you do? Yeah. Where are you from? It was just, hey, this is what she looks like. Yeah. So now you know what she looks like. Yeah. And we're moving on. Yeah. We barely know each other. You knowing who my mom is, if you see her on the street, is not a big thing to me because I'm not out here feeling like if we stop that you'll 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 uh you'll key her car. Right. Like, I don't, like I'm not trying right. to keep her back. You know what I mean? Right. So. I guess I'm. I navigate those places, and I need to be more open. I don't feel like I'm closed off about what this means to me, because mm-hmm. I just feel like I'm not over here like, yo, uh, 
I didn't make an announcement. I want you to meet my mom. You mm-hmm. know, da, da, da. I just let you meet her mm-hmm. because she had showed up to the damn birthday party. I was like, hey, ma, this is okay, cool. And went back to learn how to play spades. Yeah. That was that was literally You're it. learning how to play spades. I just learned Plus recently. God. Yeah. I missed See, that that's window. A success. That's yes. a success on on the path of gradually learning yes. shit. You've been black for how many years of your life? Oh, God. All of them. And you just learned I'm, how to play spades. That is yeah. a win. Amen. That is I a missed win. the window yeah. to learn. You know, that's small no ass window. window. That is a falsehood of white True. supremacy. True. Hallelujah. Even though black people are perpetuating that that <laughs> fucking meme. Proliferating that fucking meme about niggas and when you can learn spades. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so I've been dealing with that. I'm just like in this place of I need to talk about it. Talk about it. With him. <laughs> Thank you. With him. <laughs> I'm sorry, you need to no, what? <laughs> no, no, you're completely right. This is exactly what I need to do. But once again, I'm Mr. Avoid. So, but I feel like eventually it needs to come up. And I I don't know how... So I, I've run into this thing with people, mm-hmm. right? People that I date, people who I know, whatever, mm-hmm. where they're like, you're really, like, you come off, or like, you don't, you don't really pull punches when you say things, and mm-hmm. da, da, da. I'm like... I feel like I'm nice, but, like, if I have something that I need to say to you, I'm not going to be like, well, you know, da-da-da. I'm just going to be like, hey, so, yeah, this is what's going on, and uh, I would like to fix it, or I would like to do something about it. And I feel like people expect, like, oh, there's, there's, I'm trying to find a good way to say this, mm. and, I, you know, I, I'm going to preface it with, mm. and just so you know, and I come to the table having no um having no feeling that you would think that I'm coming to you mm. with anything but love because I've showed you nothing but love right. before and yeah it's it's this weird thing that I, I like I lo- I love to avoid things cuz people always take it this weird way when I'm just like this has nothing to do with how I said it yeah it has to do with the way or, like, the way you feel like people... Or the, the things you do when you feel like people are done with you. Mm. Or when people are, like, sick of you. And I'm coming to you trying to fix it. I'm not trying to end it. I'm like, right. yo, we... You know what I mean? This is something that can be fixed so mm-hmm. that we can move down the road. Mm-hmm. Not, nigga, this is some bullshit and I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. And I feel like I keep on coming up um, against these things... The, the same issue with people... Again and again, not just romantic, like friends, family. They all think. Somebody said yesterday, "Oh, you're an asshole." I was like, I said, I sat down. I was like, okay, so I'm sorry for. Like, why do you feel that way? And then, like through some talking, they were like, "Well, I don't. I get you're not really an asshole." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Then why'd you say that?" Mm-hmm. I'm not used to the way you talk. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Right. <sighs> Anyway, so yeah, I'm dealing with that. Um, yeah, I was going to go a different way, but I think I'm going to stick with this whole thing with me avoiding talking to people about serious things because it always turns into a shit show because I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not like dressing it up in flowers. Yeah. And I don't want to sound like some, some unempathetic person because I'm not. Right. Um, 
my empathy comes in after after we identify something and we're working on it. Mm. Like that's when my empathy kicks in. But like my like I don't feel the need for empathy when we're identifying a problem. Mm. Like it's just this is what it is. Okay, this is what do we need to do to, to do to fix it. All right, cool. These are the steps. Cool. Once we get into these steps, all the empathy and shit is right there. Yeah. Um, but I'd rather avoid it because it's so, it takes so much energy from me. Um, and I'm just thinking, like, what would it look like for you to, like, more intentionally and more consciously engage empathy in the process of bringing an issue up of, like, because it's hard, it's hard to fucking communicate about yeah. anything, yeah. let alone challenges that you have contributed to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, someone hearing, like, I feel like we're moving too fast is then feels like an indictment on me. Um, which is which is not an issue, mm-hmm. but. And also niggas be in their feelings. Yeah. Um, so just thinking about like what, how, how do, how does empathy, how can empathy like be more intentional in the process of being like, look, let's talk about some shit. How are you feeling? What's happening? Where do you think, what are your feelings about where we are right now? What do you think our greatest challenges are right now? What are you afraid about right now? Mm-hmm. Um what are you like really enthusiastic about right now? Um, and I feel like discussing it maybe more holistically, especially if it is the first conversation that's like addressing an issue might, might be a good way. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but I, I feel like, cause I know, Again, thinking about this last relationship with the uh, Stroopwafels, <laughs> um, she was a very like confrontational person, mm-hmm. and like, and I don't say that in like she was ready to fight. I say that in like if there was an issue or a challenge, she was like, "Look, I have this issue, or something is challenging me right now, and I need for us to talk about it." Mm-hmm. And like, what I really appreciated was I got to the point where I could, instead of like being like, because there are a lot of defense mechanisms, right, that we use mm-hmm. when we don't want to be in a thing. Yeah. We'll either say, "Well, I don't think that's an issue," or "I don't see this." You're like, "This is your thing." Yeah. Um. But once I finally got to the place of being like, okay, this is a valid concern. This is a valid thing, which took me a while. Okay. <laughs> um, I was able to be in those spaces and be like, look, I, like verbally say, I fucking hate that I'm here and that we're having this fucking conversation. I hate that I'm sitting here and doing this. And I know that it's meaningful and important and will at, in the long run help the progress of of what we're we're trying to do here um but i that doesn't happen instantaneously mm-hmm. it, it there's a lot of deflection that happens before that right. um that you can't just be like look this is the fucking problem 
because niggas will be like, really? Because there's not really any problems. <laughs> Meanwhile, just like holding the closet full of problems <laughs> closed. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I think maybe thinking about how empathy could show up a little bit earlier might even be good. Which is not to say you're not an empathetic person because you are. Uh-huh. But I think there's something to be said about intentionality. Yeah. yeah. Because I feel like I've been or I've witnessed um, situations where like either it was empathy or false false empathy mm-hmm. or false like sympathy. Mm. And like because of these things the issues were the issues were never fully brought to the front. They were like they were brought but they were like scaled back a bit on the the intensity of it mm-hmm. or like the the seriousness of it. Mm-hmm. So it was like okay, well this is a serious issue mm-hmm. but because of sympathy, because of empathy coming in it's like okay, well your feelings are a little hurt so we can tackle this later, right? Mm-hmm. Or we can we can tackle this eventually. Yeah. Or it's not as serious not as great. I as I thought it was. Um, we need to work on it, but you know, it can take. To, there's other things. Or like do. my favorite thing I used to do would mm-hmm. be like instead of actually saying what the issue was, uh-huh. I would. I thought that I was like doing a good thing by saying, "Well, here are all the things that are happening well, yeah. <laughs> and just do more of that." <laughs> Not realizing that, like, but bitch, you're never actually getting to the problem. Because I was like, well, if I just highlight all the things that they're doing right and really great, then they'll do more of those things and I won't have to think about the issue or the issue will just disappear. Bitch, what? That's not how anything works. No, no, never. (laughs) What? Never. White people will try to tell you that that's how it works. But it doesn't. It doesn't. Unless you confront an issue it will not go away or it will not even go get on that road yeah um and i've i've witnessed that and i've seen like people get into like huge fights stuff that ends relationships Mm -hmm. stuff that like ends in violence simply because they didn't address an issue when it first came up yeah or when it was first like a small issue you know and like like it got to the point where it was like no return mm-hmm. but it was like this was this was repairable it's like catching cancer like when it first starts versus when it's in like stage four and you're like mm-hmm. bitch well we got to take out your whole heart now like I, your like, whole body has to come out yeah. of your body yes <laughs> ain't no other ain't no mm-hmm. other uh solution mm-hmm. and so like because i've seen these things happen because i've been in situations where mm-hmm. someone crying will will um even my my last relationship mm-hmm. like there were so many instances where i were like yo this is an issue and the nigga would cry weaponized tears <laughs> my god and i'm like okay well you know it's okay it's all right you know, it's, it's, all right. it's, it's okay all right, it's okay. Yeah, i love yeah. you you know it's it's okay that's you know, we why can, we can, yes we can definitely talk about this later mm, and never get back around it's to okay. it never Nigga, never until it comes. Oh, you to the bring point. it up and they be like, "You still on that, right. bitch? What?" You be like, I'm you sorry. know what? You're you're right. Wow, we've moved past that to the point where it leads to us laying in bed, not even saying shit to each other. Like when it could have been dealt with so much longer ago. You know, a lot mm-hmm. longer ago. So I guess maybe I could find a medium, but like I'm like, I don't know what that fucking medium is. Yeah. Or media, whatever. I'm just like, it's, it, it and sucks. also maybe all of this calculation is just like unnecessary. <laughs> maybe, 
maybe niggas just need to talk and like figure it out and maybe preface it with look I am coming to you because I want this to be something fulfilling mm-hmm. and filled with joy and um, you know pleasure and wonder and greatness so I am going to like bring to your attention those things that I think may become a, a hurdle mm-hmm. um, for for that goal that I have mm-hmm. um, that sounds yeah. reasonable yeah. to me but <laughs> Right, right, real, real. You gotta suspend disbelief sometimes yeah. and just throw your dick in the ring. <laughs> That's what I've learned to do. Just throw my dick in the ring. Yeah, nigga, avoidance. It's yeah. bread and butter. But anyway, God. on to you, my G. Yeah, so um, <laughs> the beginning of this week, I almost had a relapse uh, and did a thing where under the guise of transformative justice my god God. the shit woke niggas be doing (laughs) I I just also I do not self identify as a woke nigga but that's some woke nigga shit to be like under the guise of of transformative justice I want to uh, talk to my ex and uh, we need to name this accent we need to name it this is uh, Chad Chad with uh, um, a political science degree from Brown. <laughs> yes. Anyway, <laughs> there was a moment. Who only dates uh, Asian women? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Where. I'm sorry, but stop. I was like, wow, I need to share with my ex, and not this most recent ex, but another ex. Mm-hmm. Um, that I still have feelings for her. Not still have feelings. Let me... No, no, no. Still have feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm processing through. That, like, I don't need you to be concerned about this. But I just want to move in the most honesty mm-hmm. with you. Um, and, yo, niggas be saving my life out here. My niggas be saving my life out here. Um, so I just so happened to have a conference call with one of my friends, Jackson, and they were just telling me, well, <laughs> they they wanted the tea um, mm. because they had seen me <laughs> in some pictures with an ex and they were like, bitch, what's tea? What's, what's happening there? And I was like, nothing. And then I was like, but. But. <laughs> but. However, (laughs) I'm thinking about telling her, like, hey, I have feelings that I'm processing and, you know, whatever. Nothing for you to worry about. But, you know, I just want to let you know. And um, they were like, oh, okay, that's a lot. (laughs) They weren't. But uh, (laughs) they're just like, okay. And they were just, you know, sharing with me their thoughts. Um... And also, that was a moment when I was like, wow, I have, I am not talking to my friend. Like, I'm not talking to people about my things. Yeah. I'm holding a lot of my things. Um, and I think part of that, so I had a really good friend, Barb's, who used to live, like, 15 minutes away mm-hmm. and has since moved to D.C., um, 
and they are really awesome um but they were like my friend mm-hmm. who was here. Like yeah. I live in white supremacylvania. <laughs> um and I like barely go out of the house because I everything reminds me of slavery here. Um Yes. So, and I think also like being so attached to the internet and seeing all the things that my friends are doing, um, I am often like, well, this person is really busy. They don't really have time to, Mm -hmm. like, you know, engage with me. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've also since, like, reminded myself that, like, the internet isn't real. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. anyway. But, um... What I realize is that I need to talk to folks. Um, Because I... after. I think it was Fine. the same night that I talked to Jackson or maybe the the next day. I think it was the night that I talked to Jackson. I was talking to my friend Jamari, who um, is just so amazing and um, was like just asking me a, a bunch of questions for me to be reflective about. Mm-hmm. And it really brought me to the realization that I I needed to seek out my friends more often. I needed mm-hmm. to um, to have people around me to talk to, mm-hmm. which is like a pretty simple thing, right? But like, sure, I am yeah. I have been failing at it miserably um, to the point of trying to not trying to fill the void, but like seeing if there is still an opportunity with someone that we are just not supposed to be in the in the serving the role in each other's lives that whatever anyway um so yeah that has been um a, a whole thing for me i reached out to a friend that I've had for since college days um, that like we stopped talking probably two or three months ago mm-hmm. um, because I just felt really really unsupported by her mm-hmm. um, like immediately after a time where I had been like I felt like I had been really supportive of her um so we just stopped talking Mm -hmm. and um we're actually gonna have a reconvening call okay tonight (laughs) um and that feels really good so just bringing niggas back into my life because i realized in talking to jackson that oh I don't talk to niggas about what the fuck I'm going through. I just like ruminate in my my own brain and like spiral in my own brain and then like some of that comes out on the internet and then I go back into myself and like call it reflection. <laughs> but it's really just like me driving myself crazy. Mm. Um so yeah. Talk to your niggas. Yeah. Remind yourself that you have niggas. Oh god, this Amen. I don't, I don't know this feeling. So, no, just like, yeah, I completely feel you. Like talking to niggas about your shit. What? Like, what is, what? That shit is wrong. You're, I don't know what that is like. I mean, I, I, 
know how to be a sounding board for like my niggas, but mm-hmm. like reaching out to my niggas, mm, right. what? Right. Um, I just go through my shit and then I move on. Right. You know, that's me. But amen. I absolutely agree. Don't know how to start doing that, but amen. Personal healing practice. Practice. Personal, Folks, personal healing practice. Healing practice. I'm here. Person. I'm here. Personal healing practice. <laughs> yep. <did>. Amen. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> amen. So, yeah. We're at the personal healing practice. <laughs> And this is a segment where we talk about something that we've you done. Shit. You ain't never been shit. You ain't never gonna be shit. Something that we've done. Uh, I'm sorry. During our time away. Nigga, all these shadows in your... F- oh, oh my god, anyway. In the worship studio. But anyway, uh, so yeah, we talk about uh, something that we've done during our time away that has aided in our healing in any way, shape, or form. So, nigga. <laughs> nigga. What about, what's, what's been going on? What have you been doing as a personal healing practice? Um, well, I already talked about my, um, my bullet journaling. That is such a huge part of my life. Mm. It's just so good. And in mine, like, I set out, like, at the beginning of each week, I have a column where I write anything that I can think of that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And I have no, like, illusion that, like, I can, uh, I will accomplish all of the things. But it's just a good, like, brain dump thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then on each day of the week, I set out a schedule from 7 a.m. to 1 a.m. And I typically... You stay up that long? No, I don't. But sometimes what I... What do you mean one p- you mean no, 1 a.m. Wow. Yeah, 7, 7 a.m. to 1 a.m. But I am I try to go to sleep by 11. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I do it. Oh, I know why I do it. Because the time... Because it happens in two columns. And I'm just a uniform-ass nigga. So the right side of that has to end. It just ends at 1 a.m. Because okay. that's how much space is there. Gotcha. Um... So, yeah, that's been an amazing thing. I encourage anyone and everyone who needs some grounding, who needs some structure to their day, to uh, do a bullet journal. Um, Also, realizing... (laughs) I may get fired from this job, but whatever. Um, (laughs) Did I even talk about the job interview on this podcast? Do you know? Yo, I don't know. I don't think I did. Like, Whatever. So, y'all, I picked up this part-time job where I'm working with young black high school students. Um, it's awesome. Um, and <laughs> um, I'm going to London for two and a half weeks in Next June. Month. And I just told these niggas, so. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not canceling that shit. <laughs> so. In case you were wondering. <laughs> not canceling that so I may not have that job anymore but what having that job has done is given me something to structure my days around because before like just doing contracting like I could stay in my house all day and just be like well I I did something (laughs) something happened today but like having to get up leave my home um, be elsewhere for however many hours in a day and then come back allows me to say, okay, well, what can I do 
for me mm-hmm. in the rest of the time of mm-hmm. my day. So even if this job <laughs> does end for me, <laughs> um, I, I have a lot of exciting thoughts about what I could be using that time now. Like, does is that when I'm going to a co-working space mm-hmm. and like staying there for a few hours and then coming back and structuring my day sort of around that. Anyway, so that has been amazing. Also tracking um tracking the work that I am doing on my body um based on how my body is feeling as opposed to like stepping on the scale every day has Mm -hmm. been a huge personal healing practice for me um i've been fat my whole life Mm -hmm. that's just a thing that has always been true for me um and i have quite a few people in my life whose like sense of self is directly tethered to their body size and their body shape. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's very easy for me to um, fall in line mm-hmm. with that, um, especially when, you know, because I've been going to the gym uh, once a day um, and like talking about that with the folks for which that is true, that they derive a lot of their personal value from their body shape and size and presentation. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be very easy for me to fall into this, um, that same thinking. Right. So it's really been helpful for me to remind myself, Janae, you are going to the gym because you your body did not feel like it was yours for a a stretch of time Mm -hmm. and you are going to the gym to um make sure that your body is feeling the way that you know that it should Mm -hmm. um and that does not have to be tied to any size any weight any whatever um yeah, so that that has been a great thing and also has been just a really great mindfulness practice of, you know, after a class, just checking in with my body of like, okay, what felt like it got a lot of work today? What felt like maybe I was working too hard on? What or like waking up and being like, what does my body need right now? What stretches? What part of my body needs to be stretched? Mm-hmm. Um has been really awesome. So just like mindfulness about my body. Amen. How about you? Um, the only personal healing practice that I have been participating in is um seven oh three is seven oh three bitch. Gang gang gang. Okay. Sorry. Uh, okay. Seven oh three. That's my that's my area code. Oh okay. It's yours too, nigga. Is it seven oh three? Oh, the time matched it. Amen. Now it's seven oh four. Shout out shout yeah. out to my Charlotte niggas. Oh god, that's such a big stretch. From seven to from yeah. Virginia to Amen. Anyway, so uh, therapy, therapy. Mm. Um, I talked about this earlier. I didn't see it for this nigga, you know, <laughs> the first few times. But uh, you know, the further, the first two times, y'all. The first two times, not the first time actually. But I. Anyway, so but yeah, talking to this nigga and like. You know, talking a little more extent uh, in depth about shit that's going on with me mm. um, has been helpful um, with 
my process of being able to identify shit by talking out loud uh, that I talked about before, but also um, having some type of guidance um, that I normally just don't be having simply because I don't talk about shit mm-hmm. like we were talking about before mm-hmm. with my niggas, with anyone. Um, I think this is like making me more willing to talk about it with other people mm-hmm. but I'm also still to an extent very I'm gonna be cautious and uh, aware of who I'm sharing things with mm-hmm. because not every nigga has your best interest and sometimes they do a lot of times they do but they unintentionally fuck you up and uh regardless of intent the impact can fuck you up mm-hmm. uh, and I uh, need to I need to uh, be mindful of any further damage I'm going to be causing to myself by Real. inviting certain thoughts in. Real. Um, so, yeah, my nigga, that's, that's, that's it. Amen. Yeah. Glory. Amen. Yeah. Do you have any more of this tea? Amen. Amen. Or was it like a one-jar deal? <laughs> I can definitely put some water in the um, kettle. Oh, that's more heat. Get you a tea bag. Oh, damn. That's a kettle, nigga. Okay. But I'm gonna try. One, two, three, four. Obligatory announcement. Uh, uh. Obligatory announcement. Uh, uh. Obligatory announcement. Uh, uh. Obligatory nonsense. Ah! Um. So yeah, obligatory nonsense <laughs> is the segment. Um, where we just talk about general fuckery that's been going on. Um, most of the time, it's about white shit and white people being white. Might be a modification today. So, yeah. My nigga, what's been going on in the world of bullshit? Well, um, as per usual in the social realm of the world, of the world, um, niggas come out with art and... (laughs) 12 seconds before the art is released before. a nigga Prior. has <laughs> a nigga has queued up their think piece mm-hmm. <laughs> and 10 seconds before the new art is released the think piece is published yes um, and this is indeed what has happened uh, with the release of This Is America by one childish Gambino Glover Donald <laughs> Um, which I have a lot of feelings about, um, but definitely enjoyed and appreciated. Um, did you just lick up? Absolutely. What you saw is what happened. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh my God. Um, so I am just here to, to, Think about pontificate, pontificate upon <laughs> why niggas are so inclined to be so fucking woke all the time. Oh God! And I just, I just don't understand. I, I was talking when I was talking to my friend Sasha, who I mentioned earlier. Um, we talked about this phenomenon of like people not taking the time to or expediting their time of 
ingesting, digesting, receiving, forming an opinion on art mm-hmm. before they come to the internet. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's more of like, I am receiving this art at the, at the same time as I am receiving my opinion from mm-hmm. someone else mm-hmm. on this art. Um, and I don't know. Sasha was just telling me about her process of of how she um, received Lemonade Mm -hmm. and how that was like her quarantining herself from the internet for however long she was like completely entrenched in Lemonade Mm -hmm. and Sasha knows a lemonade so like I don't (laughs) know that was a long ass time that she just like wasn't on the internet Mm -hmm. um and, and then came with, you know, her analysis and her thoughts and, you know, things like that. But I, so much of, so, so much of reasons why, like, I have not moved on ideas or projects or art that I've wanted to make has been around me trying to perfect my analysis to make sure that the art or the project or the whatever that I come with is uncritiquable. Mm -hmm. Which is like, bitch, what kind of goal is that? What the fuck? And also is a direct reflection of the 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 sphere that we're in that is like I don't want to re- I don't want to receive this art I just want to figure out how can I create a product out of this art like how can I out of this art create a think piece that will Ignite lend to my own like notoriety That's, or whatever yeah. be the leading thought and mm-hmm. opinion on this thing yeah um and that's what it feels like mm-hmm. and and I don't know I'm I'm just I like I'm so here for niggas having hot takes. Mm-hmm. I'm so here for it mm-hmm. and I think that it's really important and I think it is so important for people to form try to form their own opinions. Yeah. Um So I don't know and I'm so I've been listening to um how to survive the end of the world a lot more. Um, I specifically like listened to maybe three episodes last night because um, I like did this whole like bath and like low lighting thing, and it just seemed like the right mood for listening mm-hmm. to How to Survive the End of the World, um, which is a podcast by Adrian Marie Brown and her sister, whose first name I always forget. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, and they're always quoting. Uh, Octavia Butler and today when I was getting ready for this episode um, and thinking about this obligatory nonsense segment um, this quote that um, Octavia Butler had around um, theory Mm -hmm. and how she thinks about theory and her work um, came up so she said I avoid all critical theory because I worry about it feeding into my work I mean 
I don't worry about nonfiction in general feeding in. In fact, I hope it will. But I worry about criticism influencing me because it can create a vicious circle or something worse. It's just an impression of mine. But in some cases, critics and authors seem to be massaging each other. It's not very good for storytelling. Um, and just thinking about my own self and like how indeed like I have halted so many things that I want to put out into the world because I'm like trying to figure out how can I massage folks who are going to be creating inevitably these think pieces and how can I not be your problematic fave Mm -hmm. on my first try at an art Mm -hmm. um an art yes come on come on um so I, I don't know I don't know what the solution is and I also know that like this is how like Artists are a huge voice that folks hinge to to um, articulate a moment and mm-hmm. a feeling in a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I just have so many thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> I just yeah. have so many thoughts because, you know, like, I have a student who, he, he used to be my student when I taught high school, and he posted, like, um... I don't understand how you all can post memes about um, this is America. Like, that was the point, that we need to stop joking about, you know, what's happening in the world and, and shit. And I'm like, nigga, again, humor is how niggas, mm-hmm. like, process shit. Yeah. This is it's just the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and also... My, my friend my friend Lauren like said it best she I, I wish I could pull up her words but um, she essentially just was like look like we deal with trauma every day our response is a coping mechanism of, of humor and um, like she also just mentioned like bitch how did you think our ancestors got through slavery like they wasn't mean mugging their way through like that shit they were finding ways to smile and 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 have joy and things like that um yeah i i i don't know just woke niggas i just like because there are also very valid critiques of you know the way what he what he is saying in the Mm -hmm. art and and things like that um but i think I am just like, well, that's a valid opinion, and everyone can have opinions. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't, yeah, it's I don't hard to say that these days. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and I'm not like I always like to quote, um, or not quote, but think about that James Baldwin uh, quote. Mm-hmm. I forgot what it was exactly, but basically he's saying like you're entitled to your opinion unless your opinion has to do like with. Like basically oppressing me as a human being, then mm-hmm. fuck your shit. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm paraphrasing it, but mm-hmm. basically, have what you think, whatever your opinion is. But if it has to do with taking away my rights as a human being, right. fuck you. Like right. get the fuck out of here. Um, but yeah, I agree. Everybody's into, like there. I think. Well, first of all, I'm glad that you brought this up because um, that's I deleted like well deactivated all mm-hmm. of my social media. Yeah. 
Um, and p- a part of it was like this kind of think piece culture two years before the art comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you were saying, like it's this kind of thing where, like, I'm, sh- I halted, like you said, so many things I wanted to do because I'm like, yo, I don't want to create shit that's like critiquable. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to make shit that's that is able to have people be like, well, this is an issue, and red mark the fuck red mark the fuck out of my shit. You know what I mean? And I'm Mm realized I realized that a big part of that shit that's like feeding into my mind is social media. Mm -hmm. Like that shit is constantly it's constantly a thing of shit coming out that like you have feelings about. Yeah. And then someone saying, actually you shouldn't have those feelings about it because and you're like, well fuck, I shouldn't Right. I probably shouldn't have had those feelings because God, that sucks. Yeah, sure. Mm -hmm. You're right. And you're like, dang, I don't even trust myself anymore. Right. I don't even yo, that's so (laughs) fucking wild. Yeah. I don't trust my whole fucking mind anymore. To respond to a thing. Right. And to feel about a thing, yeah. my own feelings. Or I don't even, trust myself to do that. Right, or even like your feelings evolving over time. Right. You're like, it needs to be the right feeling exactly the moment when it, it comes happens. out. Right, that's it. And so I realized that I'm really... I'm really doing this thing to myself where I'm... I'm I'm holding off, like you said, on making anything or doing anything, putting anything out into the world because I feel like niggas are going to be like, that was garbage and this is why mm. and you're garbage and this is why you need to get your shit together, da da da. Mm. I'm like, all right, well, fuck. What I was thinking, what I was saying. And the wild thing about it is that's the only way you get better with your shit. You know what I mean? You make right. shit and it's good at the time and then it gets better and then it gets better and it's better than before and it's better than before. But if you keep getting caught in the cycle, you'll never get better. Right. Um, but I also, one thing that I want to say. Mm-hmm. while we're going through all these processes, white people are out here just putting out whatever in the fuck. Whatever. <laughs> whatever in the fuck. Whenever, Cardboard wherever. box. 2018, nigga, <laughs> and selling it for 30 million. Oh my God, this is great! What? This is transformative wow. work that you're you're producing I'm right now. Forever changed. Oh my God, <laughs> nigga. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. it's okay. Um, one thing I want to say about this um, this uh, childish Gambino video is one thing that I think that's so um, I'll even say a genius about this is that nobody knows exactly what he's trying to say. Yo, thank you for saying that. Nobody thank knows. Thank you for saying that. He's I appreciate keeping that. that shit so open mm. to interpret. Like, there's people saying, no, oh, he's saying, yeah, like, we're so desensitized and we we go back to dancing and everything. People saying, okay, he's showing the fact that, like, we do this shit and then we like you said, use it as a coping mechanism. Or he's saying that, like, there's shit going on in the background and we're not paying attention. Like, all these different Mm. takes on it are valid. And I'm pretty sure that he did that for a reason. Mm. And I'm like... Thank you for saying that. Amen. Amen. Because all of these... It's wild to think that all these things can be correct at the same time. At the same fucking time. At the same motherfucking time. And I don't think niggas know how to process that, especially like mm. like you said, in the think peace culture we are now, know how to process that. There is the fact. one right way, and if you don't figure it out, you're out of it. Absolutely. Yo. Man. That's the reason why I love this video, is because nigga, most likely what you're thinking, yeah, 
Yeah, Actually, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. If you are thinking a thing, yes. Yeah. yeah. Correct. <laughs> it is absolutely positively yeah. correct. Because I'm over here, I watched a video. Nigga, do you know I actually the first maybe first one or two times I watched it, I actually went through the process of being like horrified by the shootings and then mm. going back to hey, yeah. And then afterwards I was like Oh shit, I did that, didn't I? Mm. Oh fuck. Mm. And then I went back to being like, well, nigga, this is what we do to get through the shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I went back to, yo, like, oh shit. Wow, there's so much. Like, uh, I went through all of the emotions. I'm like, god damn, can yeah. all these exist in me at one time? Yes. And I don't think niggas like that. Yeah, no, niggas do. It's it's hard to hold contradiction. Yeah, it's really hard to hold contradiction, and I wonder if like we are the transitional generation. Like Mm. before us, there was a lot of like it either is or isn't. It's very black or white, and here we are, right here. Like, hmm. So, like, there are a lot of contradictions we have to mm-hmm. hold. And, like, maybe, like, the next generation is, like, hey, there are contradictions, and this is, like, true for every aspect of life at all times. Yeah. There's a lot of gray. Yeah. Um, I definitely believe that, because if you think about our generation, like, when it, com- it comes to so many things, it either is or it isn't. Yeah. I just, they're not movable. Yeah. <laughs> for, like, yeah. Ooh. Y'all heard a little static, amen. But uh, yeah, they're not, they're not malleable mm-hmm. at all. I think, and I think we're malleable. I don't think we're necessarily like completely able to be formed into another thing. Yeah. But like you said, I think we're just noticing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and this is our it's job. Something we have to make space for. Yeah, and every generation is supposed to get further along. And I love our generation for for being that bridge. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think what my process through the video was. Um, of course, being like horrified when the guy is shot, mm-hmm. when the guy is shot, when the choir is shot, mm-hmm. um, and also like my initial and like continuous read was like here is the range of emotions that black people experience um yeah yeah over and, a and length of time over yeah yeah they were experienced within like a four minute video right yeah. and I think one of the most important scenes for me was when he, I think it's sort of in the beginning-ish part of the video after the first shooting, mm-hmm. um, he's like, he's like almost marching, mm-hmm. like with a a scowl on his face, and then he turns, and then like all of a sudden he's like very jubilant, and uh-huh. I know that like many people's read has been like, it's like minstrelsy mm-hmm. and you know that whole thing. Um, but I read so much of the face mm-hmm. of like being he- here's the range of emotions that niggas experience yeah. and like look at me 
performing this range of emotions because oftentimes we are not allowed to experience this incredible range Mm -hmm. of emotion. Um, That was one of my reads. And I often, like, I don't know. I feel like I often do not like dig as deep as I should about the videos mm-hmm. and shit but like also what is deep as I should like because <laughs> it's my experience of a thing yeah so that is that is my thing and I, I definitely saw um like some some folks like showed me like in the back with the white horse of death mm-hmm. and the the whole thing um but I just love hearing people's interpretations and yeah. like what other folks see which is why it's so important that we have our own opinions yeah. and own thoughts and feelings yeah. about it yeah. um because we can't like what's the fun in art if yeah. we have a think piece to tell us how we feel yeah. about it yeah so um, yeah that's what one of my friend my friends was like i had this conversation with my friend not specifically regarding this video but yeah. creativity in general mm-hmm. and he like he was a, he was one of the first people who said like to me that you know what I mean? I had to kind of distance myself from the internet because I was following all these creatives and, like, all these, like, journalists and stuff. And I got lost to the point where I didn't know what my own thoughts were. Real. And I didn't Real. know what I felt. And because all of these feelings were being fed to me. Real. And I couldn't be, okay, wait, did I feel that? Right. Or did somebody tell me to? And so he had to step away from them because he was like, I had to regain, I had to re. I had to know again what the sound of my own voice was because I lost it. And I was like, yo, like I feel that completely. Like it's wild. That's so real. So all you woke niggas, just uh, leave a little room for niggas to uh, think and breathe. Yeah, just take a siesta. Like, don't, like stay woke. You know, just yeah. every now and then take a siesta. Yeah. And also the, the last thing that I'll say on this is it's okay to not like art, which is uh, like, I'm definitely not saying you're not allowed to right. dislike art. Right. Um, I just think it's, it would be cool if like we could dislike an art, and share that dislike Mm -hmm. and also not think that that means that we are now the arbiter of the thought on the art. Oh, God. Um, Yes. So, I don't... So, yeah. That's that's a thought and um, stay black. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I can't. We almost did, Nikki. Get the fuck off my line. <laughs> All right, y'all. It's time for pay your ties, nigga. Ooh, boob sweat. My God. Yes, God. I have had this sports bra on all fucking day. Just smart. Through this shit is smells like all day. That's, okay. At least you get us some airflow. Because it's true. Because I almost let this bitch go, and then I was like, bitch, these are gonna sweat right in this good little love crease right there. <laughs> If you need a napkin, I can get you one. You need a I've just been doing this. <laughs> just lifting and dropping. Just a little, little dry. Okay. You know, a little pad dry. Yes, God. <laughs> All right, so it's time for Pay Your Tithes. Um, this is the time where we are talking about black femmes who, and black women who everyone says um, are God, but how many of y'all niggas have paid your tithes recently? I'll wait. <laughs> None of y'all niggas. Great. So, um, take it away, Jre. Nigga. <laughs> You're trying it right. We didn't even talk about I'm gonna be very ignorant. We didn't even talk about this section. 
We didn't even you talk said, about the sex scene. Listen, I have written down right here Jada, Mama, Willow. Oh, oh, were we gonna talk oh, about that? Oh, we oh talk? now take now apologize. Now apologize. Don't be a black mom right now and refuse to apologize it and is, then invite me for McDonald's. That is no nigga. You, apologize. You literally said that I'm out here mother nigga. So what choice do I have except for <laughs> except to gloss over this apology? Do you want something from the stove? <laughs> or not? Do you? God, yo, it's so wild how universal blackness is. It's so fucking wild. When, and it just be so... Because niggas be coming out the woodwork with such specific yes. experiences. Like, what white people have been on the internet and just been like, look, and drop an experience that they've had and white people be like, oh my god, that's me. Being attracted Never. to your cousin. <laughs> Bitch, me too. Um, Christ. Christ. After finding, after knowing they were your cousin. But anyway. Shooting up a room full of people that I've never met in my life. Bitch. Me too. We are the same person. <laughs> More white memes. I say more white memes. Yes. More of them. Amen. So, um, one thing I want to talk about um, is... Uh, Take your time, Deacon. Amen, amen. <laughs> I want to talk about uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Uh, so, one thing I love about the Smith family in general is that the Smith family... Well, I think this has a lot to do with the fact that they are... Uh, Fortunate in a capitalistic society that they have the um, the wiggle room to raise their kids in the way that they that they see fit. So the Smith family is just I, I just adore them and uh, they just seem very in touch with the fact that uh, they aren't real. They they have never be, they've always been raising actual whole people mm-hmm. like even though they were at a child stage at one point then they became an adolescent teenager they never lost sight that yo we're actually raising whole humans yeah, and yeah. yeah we gotta be mindful of that so Jada is um she has this uh Facebook live show uh I forgot I think it's called Table Talk or Red mm-hmm. Table something like that and she has it where she's um discussing topics with her mother mm-hmm. and her daughter Willow um, she builds it as, you know, her mom is old school, old, old, old school. Mm-hmm. And her daughter is, like, very new, very mm-hmm. progressive, very, you know, liberal, that type of thing. And she's right in the middle. Like, she's, like, the bridge between her mom and Willow. Like, the old school, the new school. So, um, the first episode aired, I think, last week or this week. Um, I didn't watch. I'm going to watch. I, I've watched clips. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch it soon. But basically, she what she did was she had a talk with Will's ex-wife. Yeah. Um, and they talked about, you know, like what they were. Fi- because at the time that Jada got with Will, he wasn't technically divorced yet. Mm. Um, but they were separated. Come on, technically divorced. Right. <laughs> the, the ink hadn't dried. Um, but they got into a. Jada got with Will and Will had a son Mm -hmm. and Jada got into this place where she was co-parenting with the lady Mm -hmm. um, Will's Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm 
um, still wife at the time, mm-hmm. but whatever. I'm gonna stop harping on that, <laughs> but so only because shady. Jada harps on that. You are that. a messy Jesse. <laughs> messy Jesse, I like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But anyway, um, I wanted to say it earlier. There was a moment when I wanted to say it. I'm a messy Jesse and a mic. I'm here for it. Amen. Um, so yeah, she talks with her about like the challenges they faced and uh, them as two women, like realizing that they need to come together because they're raising a child and realizing that like it's so it's so important to join forces when you're raising children um and a child can never have too much love and Mm -hmm. a child um like you don't have to pit parents against each other in order for the child like the child is not really here to pick sides about they just want love Uh and if you give it to them they'll be cool with it um the biggest thing i think when it comes to shit like this is that this whole show is about, I th- like, bridging the gap and healing. And one thing that I really enjoy about Jada is that even though she's like she's middle ground, she she uh she gives ample room for her mother to talk, but also like her daughter to talk. If you, I don't know if you've, I don't know, I don't know if anybody has um, ever. Like, listen to Jada talk to her daughter, or listen to her daughter, uh, Jada talk to Willow, or Willow talk to Jada. Mm -hmm. But, like, it's so wild because they. (laughs) Sometimes when I hear them talking, I'm like, I get, like, my (laughs) eyes start to twitch because I'm like, nigga, this would have got me slapped (laughs) the fuck out. Right. But it's so inspiring to see the fact that, like, you know, black parents are out here realizing that their kids are whole people. Are whole humans. Right. And a lot of the times um, their kids are going through the same things that they did. It's just in a different cloak. Yeah. Like same thing, different dress. Yes. Um, And there's so much room for like the development of emotional intelligence and the development of like healthy boundaries and the development of like a clear um a clear uh a clear and honest mode of communication where the, where Willow doesn't feel afraid to talk to her mother right, about something. Right. And um I really when it when it comes to like how I see like her raising her her children and I just like I just love to clap it up for like um black parents who are raising their children this way Mm. um because specifically black women who raise their uh children this way because um I don't think that we value um mental and emotional development as much as like anything else yeah. really and um, performance of obedience there we go yeah. and um to see jada like be willing to put her ego aside mm-hmm. to be willing to talk to her daughter like she's an actual whole ass person is really inspiring to me yeah. and i just want um you niggas to uh give it up for uh black women like jada and black uh girls like willow mm-hmm. who are not afraid to like express themselves how they want to um once again it's because there's yeah. a lot of 
you know, yeah. opportunities afforded to her so she can. Yeah. Or so they can, you know, raise their kids this way. But, yeah, my nigga, it's really inspiring to just watch them navigate. Yeah. And um, watch that show if you haven't watched it. It's really cool. Yeah. I still, I, I feel like before I watched, I'm... I'm so anti this Facebook watch shit. I'm so anti it. And I hate every time that I watch a fucking video on Facebook and it like 10 seconds in, it's like, finish watching this video on Facebook watch. (laughs) Fuck you. No, I'm here because I want to see the video right now. I don't want to go to your streaming service, (laughs) Facebook. Like what the fuck? But, But anyway, if I do watch this, um, I know I definitely will return to that first interview that um, the three of them did mm-hmm. back in the day. Yeah, um, back in the day. Back Come in on. the day. Yeah. I'm saying back in the day because I'm thinking like back in the uh, count, no, not counterculture, co- contact culture, contact <laughs> culture days. Who wrote, who wrote that article? I think I might have. You might have though. The I'm, article about the Jada. No, nah, it wasn't and, me. I think it might have been me. Because, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it was me. Because mm-hmm. I was talking about how, like, I wish I had that space with my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, of being able to be so open yeah. and, and honest and just real. Yeah. And the way that little bitty fucking Willow yeah. was. And it, yeah, oh, man. so good. Um, yeah, they, they provide a lot of possibility models. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just remember, like especially when I first saw that interview or that, that like talk between them, mm-hmm. um, how I was just like, wow. So have y'all niggas written a book yet <laughs> about this whole childbearing thing? For the longest, I was like, this is impossible. Fuck, fuck out of here. Real. This is some, I was like, this is some white people shit. That's right. what I said. <laughs> Real. And like, now I'm in the place of like, this is possible. Yeah. And I have no clue how. Yes. So like I need tools. Yes. Um I'm back out of um I'm not out of but I'm like back into the place of like being open to children. <laughs> 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 and uh before we started recording actually Dre and I well I was talking about how like when I think about the span of my life and thinking about um what I've envisioned for my own self, for my own family sort of structure, there's never been a time in which I have envisioned like this family that includes like a partner, children, however many pet things, and like, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing, mm-hmm. unless I was in a relationship with someone, mm-hmm. um, and I sort of like forged them into, you know, that thing that mm-hmm. we do when we, you know, like somebody a lot yeah. or love somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been trying to like sort of lean into that and think about, well, like, how have I been thinking then about mm-hmm. family for my future? And a lot of it always comes back to like <laughs> living on this compound with a bunch <laughs> of my niggas. And like, I don't know if I mentioned it here on the podcast, but like, I have this grand idea of like having a child that I or someone else births. And we just like, as a collective of me and my niggas, raise this child and like, 
I just love the idea, but also I need to I need to get buy in from niggas that yeah. I want to co parent a child <laughs> yes. with. Um, On this plantation. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> it's called a compound. No, maybe I should. That compound doesn't That's sound so bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's called a a collective. Mm. That's Call what, it, what you want. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's, it's just always so interesting, like finding the, the how piece, uprooting the like, okay, so how do y'all get here piece? Um, when I see like parenting practices, um, that I'm like, oh yes, I want in on that. Or like when I see children who I'm just like, this is how I want my child to be. How did we get here? Um, that's always a fun process. So, amen. 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 All right, we have reached the benediction and closing remarks. How long is this shit? It's long as fuck. We are. We are at. We are here at nighttime. Like there's a candle. A it candle. looks like we're we're performing a seance right now. It's dark, my dear. We are charting our path to freedom right now <laughs> by candlelight. We have been here for how long? I don't even know. I got here like two years. seconds. <laughs> we have been here for eighty-four years. Yes. Um. Oh man, I will say one thing that I want to celebrate about myself is that I have been super present this episode mm. and um, that is something that I've been working on. Um, it's really hard for me. <laughs> it's incredibly hard for mm-hmm. me to like listen to folks, take it in and think about what is what is my role in this conversation mm-hmm. which seems like it should not be difficult but yeah. it is for me um and i feel like i did that today Amen. so i want to celebrate myself um <laughs> i want to celebrate you um for having brunch with me thank Amen. you and um just always coming with the realest of the real. Mm-hmm. Um, what you... My mind is blanking. Now it's, I'm no longer present. Right. Um, right. Take your time. I'm, I'm going to take... Take your time, baby. <laughs> take your time. It's all right. Let them use you. I um <laughs> I appreciate you for sharing that um your thoughts around telling telling folks the truth mm. and um the difficulty that that presents oftentimes um because the truth is not a common language out here Unfortunately, um, yeah. and it, it, it's just hard. It, it really is hard to have difficult conversations. So, mm-hmm. I hope for you the best with that. <laughs> and I also appreciate that you brought in that uh, 
that Biblio verse oh, um, today because I needed that. That amen. really affirmed the fact that I need to continue to be still. Yes, nigga, stay the course. Amen. Um, I wanted to um, celebrate you and what you were saying about um, <laughs> checking in with your niggas or like just like generally being open to talking to your niggas about yeah. the shit you're going through. Yeah. Um, it's useful and I'm grateful. So let's end that shit right there. <laughs> you want to go ahead uh, with a quote? What's your quote, nigga? I'm not quoting shit. Uh, okay, my quote is... Y'all, full disclosure. Fuck, fuck all this movie magic bullshit. Now, fuck that. We just went through the whole fucking prayer. We went through a closing hymn of Take Me to the King and all that shit. None of it got recorded. None of it. Zero percent of that shit got recorded. Fucking technology. The, the think peace gods must have been frowning upon us. We're sorry. We'll repent. Um, so my quote was from one orator, Amen. Doctor, yes. Reverend, yes. Baby Mother. Yes. I'm a bad bitch, nigga. You can't kill me. Can't. Impossible. You can't. No way. You just cannot. No way. I am a bad bitch, nigga. You can't kill me. No way. No so way. I want you to take take that through the next two weeks. Do that one more time. I hate you. Oh, I thought you just wanted to hear no, it. No, I sorry. did not. <laughs> Though I see how you could have confused that by me asking you to do it again. Reasonable. <laughs> All right. So let's do this prayer yeah, shit. The prayer, One, it doesn't hurt to pray again, okay? Just the prayer that I was going to say at first was thou knowest, and then I went into not listening. That's real. And that's probably why that's the shit real. didn't record. So, so what real. I will say is God, universe, uh, lemon lavender, Yankee candles yes. in front of me, thou and knowest. And rosewood oil. Yes. Y'all and niggas need to cop you some rosewood yes. essential oil. Amen. Thou knowest. Mm. And amen. That's the prayer. And that is it. Trick me. <laughs> I'm done. Fuck y'all niggas. Fuck this whole shit. Bye. Bye. Bye.
You know you're cleaning up all that motherfucking mess you're making. For the ability to park where you fucking live. Niggas are fucking nickel and diming you for everything. Like, who am I paying? <laughs> am I paying the cement? Who is this going for to? pain and suffering? Like, what is happening? <laughs> I really would like to know who this money is going to. The devil. <laughs> Straight to Satan. 